content discussed on this show is not necessarily the opinion of the cast of Spiritually Raw. And topics quite often are for mature audiences only. So, if you happen to have your 13-year-old listening in... Hey everybody, how you doing? And welcome to Spiritually Raw. Thank you very much. We hope you woke to the most miracle morning and are having the most fortunate day. So it's great to have this energy exchange with you as always. As you can see, we have another great guest here for us, Sean Morgan, which many of you have seen time and time again. For those who haven't, we'll give you a quick uh, snapshot of who he is in just a moment. I do want to remind everybody when you are watching this right now on YouTube, don't forget to hit the subscribe button. That's right there, that, that red, red button there. And uh, just uh, like, comment, and share, and uh, helps the world go around, helps us uh, get these amazing guests on here and share their content. Also, and very help support them too. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it also, too, don't forget that notification bell because that's how you're going to know when we put uh, stuff up here. Um, otherwise, you'll just be hearing a third party. So it'll be good to get good to get you there. Oh, don't also want to let you know too is um, thank you. The growth of the channel is going great because of you. Just we're so grateful for that. Um, there's a lot of questions that you have for our guests. And so instead of us being able to try to find them through different sources like YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, whatever, um, we put together an email for you. It's askspirituallyraw at gmail.com. And all you have to do is just type in that email, uh, whoever you want to ask the question of, whichever guest, and just write the question and, you know, be a lot easier for us to get that out for you. Okay. Absolutely. Yep. Did I do that all right? Perfect. All right. Cool. Welcome, Sean. <laughs> Feels like we haven't seen Thank you in forever. <laughs> One week makes a big difference. In, in, in today's world, one week is like, you know, equivalent to like three months of, you know, information and news that's going on. Absolutely. So, yeah. And for those of you just uh, seeing Sean for the first time, Sean is our Q Corner resident expert here who fills us in on what's going on in the Q boards and, you know, keeps us up to date on what's going on. You know, like anything else in life, you take what you want, you throw the rest away. But this is great knowledge and, you know, great stuff for you to wrap your head around. And he's been able to break it down very simple for us. So, um, this is Sean Morgan, and at the end, he'll let us know how we can get a hold of him. And I'll let you kind of get going, brother. Anything going on new on the boards today? Over this last yeah, so, period? Yeah, there is a lot going on, actually. Uh, Q's was silent for a period of time, and then uh, he came back posting a lot. And um, and so I could I could read the latest post for you. I think it's love to hear it. It really speaks to what's going on right now because this is unprecedented. Twitter has actually announced that they are going to uh, remove 150,000 accounts related to QAnon on Twitter. And by the way, these are all people who are probably going to vote for Trump. So it's basically purging Twitter of Trump supporters right before the election. Mm. Um, so it's unbelievable this type of uh, just, it's really against the freedom of speech because none of these people did anything illegal. There's no claim that they did anything illegal. It's just, hey, if it's related to QAnon, we're getting rid of it. So that's how scared hmm. big tech is of this QAnon message. And so the way actually this, this purge started is pretty interesting because there's a celebrity named Chrissy Teigen mm. and she's married to John Legend. And both of those celebrities have been on the Lolita Express to Epstein's island, Little St. James. Mm. And this is where uh, there were things going on, nefarious activities underground, an underground layer. And we have security footage 
of that, the queue is posted on the boards. And so, I mean, it's, it's public knowledge. Chrissy Teigen went to Epstein Island. Epstein has been arrested and died, but he was arrested two times for sex trafficking. His uh, madam, you know, Ghislaine Maxwell was recently arrested for sex trafficking. So there's no doubt there was sex trafficking going on. And Chrissy Teigen was, uh, you know, she was at that same place. You know, we don't know if she, she did anything wrong. But a lot of people are asking her questions about it on Twitter. Especially since heat, which is she good. has deleted 40,000 tweets that she made inappropriate comments sexualizing children and infants. Wow. I was just going to say that. She's... 40, she deleted 48,000 tweets. Not all of them were inappropriate about children, but many of them were. Yeah. And she made, she made comments about cannibalism, supposedly as a joke, uh, you know, Baby's comments sexual, sexualizing sexualizing children and infants supposedly as a joke but to me that's not funny and there's probably a reason why she deleted those tweets she doesn't want people to know that that's you know she was connected to a sex trafficker and these are the things on her mind and, she also um, did you see the one sean where she talked about the pizza party yeah, exactly. She said she woke up with pizza on her chest oh, and ranch dressing. On that is like disgusting. And yes. then she said something oh. about going, she keeps mentioning going to jail oh. because mm-hmm. she loves pizza. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so for, for those of you who don't know, pizza is a, um, is a known pedophile code word. And so, so every time a person says pizza, it doesn't mean that they're, they're doing a code, but when they say they're going to jail for eating pizza, when they wake up with pizza on their chest, and this is a person who's been to a sex trafficking island, uh, you know, it makes you wonder. And so a lot of these QAnon supporters have been, you know, posting screenshots of all of her nasty tweets, you know, and basically she's like, Twitter, if you don't do something about all these QAnon people harassing me, then I'm quitting Twitter. And then Twitter kind of used that as an excuse. Uh, But actually all the mainstream media is really heating up. There's a lot of hit pieces against QAnon. Remember, all QAnon is, is this board on the internet where this anonymous person or group is posting information. It's nothing like, it's not trying to get people to be violent or not, not encouraging them to harass anyone. It's just basically, uh, Hey, look into this research it for yourself. See what you think kind of thing. Sean, how is Q, how is Q reacting to all this, all the mainstream media press, these things about the social media being shut down Has Q given any direction, any, any type of thoughts behind it? Yeah, all of this is expected. Um, so I can read the latest Q post to, uh, to help everyone understand where Q stands on this and how he's communicating about this. So here's the latest post. Many thousands of MSDNC direct attacks. So MSDNC stands for, you know, the mainstream media that's in cahoots with the Democratic National Committee. Um, Many thousands of MSDNC direct attacks have failed to control the reach and sway opinion and prevent growth and free thought. When direct attacks, use of inserts, fail, censorship, ban, deployed as aggressive method to slow and limit growth, the next thing that will happen will be more acts of violence frame-ups, so trying to frame Q supporters as violent when in fact they're not. Controlled information dissemination system designed to control you is threatened. If you pose no threat, reach and topics to their control of information dominance, they would not continue to expend ammunition. They would not care. QAnon is the number two attack topic after Trump. And all of this effort for a conspiracy? 
this is information warfare and this is infiltration, not invasion. Q. So that's Q pointing out that QAnon is a major, major threat to the mainstream narrative. And that's why they're expending so much effort to try to stop it or slow it down because they can't stop it. So taking you for an example, you have it on your shirt, it's in your logo, it's in all of your marketing material. Um, What's going to happen for people? Yours is more prominent than ours. Ours is just more or less in a description. How are they going to, is it just going to be anybody and everybody that has the word QAnon in their posts? Are they targeting people more from your point of view where it's actually like in a logo, it's more prominent? How right. and where is this happening? And what are you personally going to do just out of curiosity? How, how, how you know, for your own logo, your own business? Yeah, I'm glad you asked that because this brings us to two important topics related to Google and Twitter. So Twitter was hacked just a week or so ago. And when they were hacked, it was there were screenshots shared of the back end, the dashboard of the administrators at Twitter. And it showed that these uh, administrators at Twitter have blacklisted certain accounts. So for example, uh, if I post about QAnon a lot, then they can blacklist my account and they can limit it so that people can't share my content, can't see my content, or they can sh- you know, suspend my account easily because it's been marked. Mm-hmm. So that's how they do it. They, and, and this what's interesting is that the, the CEO of Twitter, Jack Dorsey, said under oath to Congress that he does not blacklist accounts. And recently, Google's CEO also went under oath to Congress and said that they don't blacklist accounts, but they just got caught because a whole bunch of conservative sites disappeared on Google for a couple of hours or days. I don't know how long it was, but, but they're like, okay, if, if you don't blacklist sites, then how did all of these conservative sites all disappear at the same time? It's because they do. So both of these CEOs, both of these major, major tech companies have been caught lying under oath. So that makes them personally legally liable and it makes their companies legally liable. So that's, to answer your question, that's how they they do it. That's how they're going to continue to do it. I'm just going to keep on doing my thing until they deplatform me. When they deplatform me, I'm going to go somewhere else like Gab or Parler. I'm just going to keep on doing what I do because you can't stop free speech. People Mm -hmm. are going to speak freely. The reason why they can't stop Q is because he posts on an anonymous messaging board that that no company controls. Mm. So so it's just going to keep on rolling and people are just going to keep on waking up. It's just a matter of time. The companies that have been caught, Twitter and and, and, um, Google, Google, are they going to have any ramifications? They've been caught lying. Now, is it just all going to get swept under the carpet again? Or is something going to happen? Is the hammer going to come down? According to Q, uh, these big tech social media giants are going to be regulated. And some of them are going to collapse under the weight of their own crimes. So some of them will cease to exist because of how many crimes they've committed, according to Q. And uh, the rest of them will be regulated by the government. Because so, what's happening right now is they're saying, hey, we're a private company. We can ban whoever we want, whenever we want to do it. But the reality is they're more of like a telephone company. It's like, imagine you're in the 1980s, you make a phone call and you said something that the telephone company didn't like. So they kicked you off the whole telephone company. Mm. 
Mm. It's the same thing uh, that's happening today. You know, if you mention QAnon in the 1980s on your phone, your phone company can't kick you off the the line. That's freedom of speech. It's a constitutional right, but that's exactly what they're doing today. So, so mm-hmm. Facebook ap- apparently is next, uh, meaning that they're in line to, to be able to do this, uh, um, you know, start pulling these accounts that are QAnon. So apparently they're going through that method now. So um, do you think it's going to be um, looked at, Sean, from a case by case basis with these big tech, or is it going to be like a blanket law that says, okay, here you go. Every, you are now all falling under this kind of law guidelines kind of thing. Well, I think that there are going to be a lot of lawsuits. So there are going to be a lot of case-by-case spaces of people like me who have been demonetized and shadow banned on various platforms. I could join a class action lawsuit or file an individual lawsuit, and then I would be able to collect money if, if the tech company is found guilty. Uh, so I think that's going to happen, but I also think there are going to be some really just wide sweeping changes to the way uh, we handle social media because what's happened is these social media companies are spying on us, they're surveilling us, they're controlling us, and they're limiting our free speech. Sean Hannity is coming under fire, and Tucker Carlson, um, what's happening and why is this going on? Yeah, it's really interesting uh, what's going on with Tucker Carlson, especially because uh, he has had a house in Washington, D.C., and uh, I believe it was a year or two ago, there were protesters who went and uh, they tried to basically threaten his family. And so he ended up moving from from the house in Washington, D.C. And now the New York Times is uh, trying to post his address in Virginia where his family, he has four kids. And uh, basically it's just a, it's an obvious thing called doxing where you basically uh, give people personal information and then basically without saying it, you're, you're encouraging, it's implied that you're encouraging people to harass them. And so um, the reason why this is happening, the reason why conservative talking heads on Fox News like Sean Hannity and Tucker Carlson are being attacked like so much right now, the heat has really turned up, is because these are the exact people who are going to be reporting on Spygate. Spygate, if you recall, Barack Obama and all the intelligence agencies under Barack Obama spied on Donald Trump when he was running for president and even after he became president. And this is a treasonous crime. They're trying to just interfere with our democratic elections, trying to undo a democratically elected president. And so there are a lot of crimes there and no one has had any, uh, you know, result from this investigation because it hasn't concluded yet, but it's concluding now and it's going to be reported on. And so what the left is trying to do is attack the mouthpiece instead of attacking, you know, instead of attacking the message, they attack the the messenger. Right. 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 Got it. Got it. Now is, uh, is, uh, if they get when, when, and if they get convicted and proven that they did do this or anybody in the Obama administration is president Obama himself or vice president, are they, because of the political office that they held, would they be exempt from any type of criminal liability because of the office that they held? Or, and would it be more of a black stain against them, if you would? Or will, could they actually be imprisoned or held accountable? As the people on the left like to say all the time, no one is above the law. And that, that goes for everyone. So, no, there's no exemption. Everyone has to uh, 
uh, you know, be held by the same standard. And so if it's treason, then they have to uh, suffer the consequences of treason. Um, Tucker Carlson and Sean Hannity, obviously they're both on Fox. Um, they, they are the only two in all of that network that step up to the plate and try to get the truth out. Now, with Fox being, let's face it, they are under, they're part of the deep state. I mean, they're not exempt at, by any stretch of the imagination. My question is, why does Fox allow them to, those two, to do it, but no one else on Fox has the balls or the guts, or is it the ability to do it because of Fox is saying, well, okay, we're going to allow Sean Hannity and Tucker Carlson. It's the perception of balance, I think, right? What do you think? Well, I think that those two have the most leverage because they have the highest ratings on mm. TV and they have the highest following. So mm. if they quit, then Fox loses money, then they lose a lot of uh, audience. So basically, the Fox is stuck because they can't fire Tucker or Hannity because it would cause riots in the streets. It seriously would. Mm. People yeah. would be like, where are we supposed to get the truth anymore? Yeah. Uh, and they would freak out uh, and like they would move in droves to OANN. So, um, so I think that's why they keep them on. There are a couple other people who I think are doing a good job, like uh, Laura Ingram. Uh, but uh, here, here's what it is. It's called controlled opposition. So mm-hmm. it's better for the deep state to control the opposition rather than to control uh, control the message a hundred percent. Like if, if they tried to control everything, every journalist said on Fox, then people would just go to YouTube and they would go to OANN and they would go to Epoch times and they would go to other sources, but instead they allow people to have a 90% truth with 10% lies thrown in. And that gives the deep state much more power to mm. control that opposition. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's what they've done in every single thing. Like look at all the politicians. Doesn't matter if it's left or right, Republican, Democrat, there've been deep state on both sides. Sean, what's going on with President Trump now? He's uh, talking about using the mask and now he's almost endorsing the mask. And also- He actually had it on. Yeah, and then he's now he's promoting vaccines coming along the way. So is there anything for us to be aware of of what's where that shift seems to have come from? Right. Well, this is very personally upsetting for me. I'll just admit that, you know, that I- I believe that it's a constitutional right for us to not wear a mask because it's our body and our choice and uh, because there's no scientific evidence that masks even work. If you look on the box of the mask, it says it doesn't prevent Mm -hmm. coronavirus. You know, um, these cloth masks, they do absolutely nothing. Uh, So this is this is psychological torture at a grand scale, at a scale we've never seen before. So um, I don't take it lightly that that this whole thing with the mask. Um, and also vaccines don't have any safety or efficacy t- testing. And th- there has been no vaccine for an RNA um, type of virus like this. So it's completely uh, doesn't even make any sense to make a vaccine for coronavirus. And even if it did make sense, you wouldn't want to rush it to human trials right away. You'd want to test it on, uh, you know, other, other animals first like or whatever. Three months. Yeah. So, None of it makes sense. Uh, and the fact that Trump is saying he's for these things makes me think he's doing an art of war tactic. 
That's what so, I was going to ask you because everything yeah. else is so calculated. <laughs> right. So there's right. got to every be word a is double, calculated. Every word, like the every fact moment. that he used the word patriotic mm-hmm. in, in that mask tweet when he said, "People say that uh, wearing a mask when you can't social distance is patriotic," and I'm patriotic. So now he's basically making the left believe in patriotism which is a really funny game that he's playing Mm -hmm. and he also said we ask everybody he did not say we demand everyone he did not say it's mandatory he he said we request we ask everyone to wear a mask and so if he's asking then we can just politely refuse yeah Mm -hmm. it's not the law it's not constitutional um but i think he's doing an art of war tactic where basically if he let the deep state be in charge of vaccines, they would put in a whole bunch of junk in the, in the vaccines to try to kill us. But instead he and the military are in charge of the vaccines. So he's controlling the entire vaccine narrative and everything about it. Same thing with the masks now that um, I think he's just choosing his battles because what's more important. Is it getting rid of MS 13, which is the military arm of the deep state, or is it, the whole thing with the masks. I just think it's way more important to get rid of all these MS-13 gangsters who could be turned on the American people at any time. And so that's been in the news that we're making great strides. We're getting rid of hundreds and hundreds of these deep state killers. So I just do want to get clarity on one thing you said, because I'm not sure how you meant by it. Um, in the beginning, when we asked about the mask when, and you said that you were troubled by it, did you mean that you were troubled by the thought of having to wear a mask or you were troubled that you saw Trump wearing the mask? We'd like to share a story. While it may sound fictional, it's very real and happening right now in front of our very eyes. It's called The Great Awakening. Our sisters and brothers that come on Spiritually Raw are doing everything to help expand global consciousness and in many cases, putting everything on the line to share their messages about what's happening around the world for the greater good of humanity while exposing the truth of the deep state and the dark forces behind it all. In 2017, a mysterious anonymous entity on the internet started posting on the 4chat messaging board. He claimed to be a patriot with the highest level security clearance and he called himself Q. Q has been steadily releasing the most massive inside intelligence to the public in the history of humanity. Q has predicted the deaths of powerful politicians, Hollywood celebrities, and the elite. We are living in the most unbelievable times. Some may even say biblical, scary for many and yet exhilarating for others. Together we are taking part in getting everyone acclimated to the great awakening process and the exciting new discoveries that lie ahead. The sad part is many of our amazing guests are being heavily censored socially shamed and outright banned on many platforms for exposing the truth and piercing the veil. By becoming a viewer, you bring your powerful energy towards this global movement of other truth seekers. If you're resonating with our show, please let us know by hitting the like button, sharing, subscribing, turn on the notification, and leave some comments. We would also like to invite you to become a patron and connect with a global movement of others in search of the truth and receive members only exclusive content in our private Facebook community. Patreon serves as a means to support Spiritually Raw's mission to wake up as many people worldwide and help them on their path to spiritual freedom, enlightenment, and global peace. Go to Patreon forward slash Spiritually Raw to join our private community now. 
Together, we will turn the universal key to global harmony and create a unified world. And remember, tune in often, tell all your friends, and most importantly, may all your dreams come true. Thanks and God bless patriots worldwide.